You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Pit Pass Radio. America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. And I tell you what, we got a big program on tap live from the uh, Evergreen Podcast Studios. That's what we do on this particular day we talk motorcycle racing in studio tony wank uh, and uh, pj duran in studio how are you guys yeah girl doing real well <laughs> that's good can that's we just good. try to show off? i think i could do with that i listened to last week's show by the way twice not once but twice and the thing i got most out of last week's show you need a hobby i need a hug actually oh. what I need. Um, <laughs> wow that's weird that you would be that close be so spot be on Jack and Leanne Daly on are producing this particular program. Great guest list. Uh, Chris Ulrich is going to be joining us. Uh, one of my fave families in the uh, in, in the world of sports, period, is uh, the Ulrich family. It's going to be joining us. We'll also have uh, Will Weinbach on, uh, a champion-level tennis player. Now, why is how does that relate? Because every athlete, okay, cruises on bicycles. We talk about biking. Okay, but he talks about positivity. So a state of mind generally will help you in your search for championship greatness. We're going to be talking with Will in our final segment of our number two. Joe DeSalvo is going to be joining us. Also, Kyle Cunningham, Mikey Rush, and uh, Joe Watson. We'll start this particular program off with some hot news. Let's go to P.J. Duran. P.J., breaking news. And I'm just going to correct. That's Jason DeSalvo, our buddy and friend, Joe. That's fine. Don't worry about it. In the world of road racing at World Superbike Round 1, Phillip Island this weekend there's been a bit of a shakeup. Uh, Mr. Ray of Kawasaki fame, multi-time uh, reigning World Superbike Championship, kind of didn't have it his way. Newcomer to MotoGP, Alvaro Bautista, right? Our newcomer to World Superbike, as it were, did the double, and he did so convincingly. Had uh, fourteen, <laughs> almost fifteen seconds in race one, twelve plus seconds in race two. I don't think the season's over, and no one's putting uh, no one's putting any uh, true stock into this. Won't be anything but a battle for the season. But Bautista on that Ducati. Looking very impressive. Is Ray this, has been incredible. Is this a one-off? Or I, I'm the, no, he is this? the Aruba IT racing teammate of one Chaz Davis. There it is. That is, that is his teammate. And uh, ironically, Davis was 10-7 and seven on their new bike, that Panigale. That's pretty cool. Um, if Davis has been near the front in years past, so Batista's definitely got it going on. That was impressive. And MotoGP testing wrapped up in Qatar. Any surprises? Any news uh, from the testing? Vinales, Vinales was at the top uh, with uh, Corderaro in second, Marquez on the Honda in third, Rossi four, and Lorenzo five on his new uh, Repsol Honda. How ride. they finish really is indicative of what? 
uh, just how preseason testing's going. I mean, it really it, is. It really doesn't say anything other than, "Hey, I'm out here testing." Absolutely. You know, they're they're racing for setup. They're getting notes about what their race at Qatar would look like, and just basic setup on the bike. Uh, guys like Lorenzo, new to their Honda, okay. um, people who've switched machines, they need to get out and test. Uh, the manufacturer is looking for it and. It gives us an idea who to watch it round one sure. anyway. Well, that uh, takes us to, uh, while they're switching machines, or at least some of them are, uh, we will go to Tony Wank, who will switch disciplines and go to Supercross. Tony, breaking news. Yeah, in Detroit, we had Eli Tomac, who got a pair of wins. It was a triple crown, so they have three main events in Detroit for the 450 and the 250 class. And Tomac finally gets his win, his two firsts and a sixth, but it uh, garnered him an overall for the win as uh, Cooper Webb had a couple off motos actually finished a sixth in the first one and then a second, a first, which got him a second overall. So I think the news, though, is Chad Reed gets on the podium again. It's been like a Without, year and a half. I mean, there was some controversy here, though, wasn't there? I mean, there were some people that could have, didn't perhaps uh, race their best against Chad. I mean, I saw some inklings on Twitter, on Facebook. What do you know? I don't think so. I think okay. it's awesome. The Chad it's reads clean. up there. Yep, it was good. And, you wrote and him off years ago. That's not true. I did not write he, him off. I, he is swinging, man. You he never. Is, you, you just can never, never bet against Chad Reed. You don't bet against Champion Scott. You know, you said that against James Stewart when I posted the big James Stewart video Espanol Especial on our Facebook page. It got all kinds of hits and likes. And you know what? They, the Spanish they, version. The, the Spanish I don't version. remember that, actually. It's, I think you might be you'll, making you'll stuff up. You'll love it. But I will tell you this. Go there. Check it out. But... One thing I got from that is that people are remembering perhaps James Stewart as being better than he actually was. Now, I think you are on the hooch. No, again, I'm at 120 because 120 Stewart days. Stewart is his. He's he was the baddest, he was the dude baddest the thing to come. He was Period. the baddest thing to hit two wheels on dirt. How many yes. races did he finish, Tony? Go. No, I'm not going to get into that. What are you bagging on Stewart for? I'm not. I'm just I'm talking about Detroit. Up. Okay. Detroit. Let's go back to Detroit and our own uh, P.J. Duran. P.J., news from uh, Detroit, Rock City. Uh, it, I think you were alluding to recently they announced uh, Fiat Chrysler is going to be building a new plant there. Ironically, Fiat, Huge. the sponsor of uh, Valentino Rossi's own Monster Energy Yamaha team. Bingo. There it is right there. All right. Welcome back to the program. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Glad you're with us, Tony. Introductions of our very first guest of the program. Yeah, it's an interesting story on this guy. Joe Wasson's our, our first guest. He is. Um, he was, the, I believe, the only rider that Beta had in 2017, and now he, is, uh, he has teammates, and he got his first pro win at the opening round of the 2019 West Hair Scramble Championship in Hangtown, and we bring him on now. Joe, what's going on? How are you? I'm pretty good, guys. How about yourself? It's good to have you. We're doing great. Um, congrats on the win. Talk about that. Um, it was, uh, like you guys said, it was my first pro um, AMA overall win. Um, it, was a, it was a great race for sure. Um, Hangtown, like their off-road sections, um, the race, like, got tons of rain the whole week before which makes it like a complete mud fest for three hours and it's like you know you have to think about the whole race and like line choices the whole way through or it can really like make or break your race yeah your um, your your experience at hangtown have you been there before um yeah i was i went there two years 
before that, and um, the race started out good, but I wrecked like four turns in and went face first into a mud puddle, and it just went downhill from there. So I had had a bad experience my first round. The mud uh, at Hangtown, um, I've heard this before that it's, it's... legendary. I don't know if it's legendary, but it's tough. Yeah, it's it's like one-of-a-kind mud. Talk, tell, tell us why. Explain it for people that... that uh, you can elaborate uh, on it a lot better than me. It's like uh, it's like the greasiest mud with this hard-packed, slick concrete underneath. And, I mean, you just have to be, like, completely on your toes. And then there's planted river rock underneath the mud, too. So it's not like it, – it's just a whole a whole different riding style altogether. And you got to be just super careful, super easy on the throttle. You know, everything's just got to be perfect or else you'll just – you'll end up on your head. I've heard it described as like riding on the kitchen floor right after mom just got done mopping it. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that does not sound like any fun to race on. Does that, uh, I mean, do you change anything substantially with the bike, Joe? I mean, do you change the, uh, are you looking at different tires, totally different air pressures than you usually run, or is it just rider um, adjustments? So we run solid tubes, like uh, moose tubes in our bikes. So the air pressure is not really an issue, but we do run like a, a pretty wide lug tire, so the mud will clear out of the tires. Um, you, and then like we pack like the skid plate and you know all that stuff with foam, so not a lot of the mud can get down in there and pack your motor. But um, you know, and then there's a lot of other factors too, like you know when you're behind somebody and they're throwing roost, you know that packs your radiators you know, full of mud. So then your bike starts overheating. So you really got to be careful when you're behind people, you know, not to like get in their direct roost to kind of preserve your bike. So it doesn't overheat. Are you, are you running nitro mooses or just moose bibs? Bib mooses. Uh, yeah, we're, we're running nitro mooses. Yep. So, um, explain that if you would. Yeah. Cause Scott just like, Scott doesn't no, know what I mean, you're talking for about. For our listeners, yeah, there yeah. could be some people don't understand what that means. It's, it's interesting. It's something that's kind of come, I mean, it's not totally new technology, and it's old hat for for off road guys. But it's relatively, I mean, not too often does something totally revolutionary come out in well, spell it out in I, racing. But this is kind of something that's been, been what fairly is new. Why does it work? Why does the moose tube work? Explain or? how it works. What it is with the two different system. Um. So the moose tube is like a solid foam tube insert, basically, and. It, it basically replaces your tube so you can't get a flat tire. Um, you know, off-road racing, the you know, one of the biggest factors is not getting a flat tire. So you run the solid tube, and, you know, you kind of eliminate that whole problem altogether. You know, when I'm uh, out riding, as I do so often during the warm weather months, my biggest concern is actually going through my tires, it's just running the rubber off my bike. And or the tires are cracking, and I have to replace them because he rides so little. <laughs> <laughs> but this is something I've always I've I thought about it right because they initially they kept, what was the green stuff Tony that you would put into your tire? I would never put green stuff in my tire. But the, the, slime, it's called slime, slime, tire okay. slime. I would. And never the put, idea with slime was that it would seal any punctures, punctures or rim or whatever issues that uh -huh. you have, uh -huh. but it became to be just a mess. Okay. that that was my take on the deal. This actually makes sense. What are you running that thing in your ATV or something? What sure, are you talking sure. about? I've got, you know, I've got at least 42, most of them work, uh, uh -huh. which is weird. 
the ones I bought from you. Joe, your your uh, series that you're racing, who's your competition in that? Um, so I'm actually racing two different um, AMA series. Um, the first one is the West, AMA West Hair Scramble, and then the second one is the National Hair and Hound Series. Um, the West Hair Scrambles, there's a lot of good competitors in that one. Um, I have my teammate, Max Gersten. Um, there's Justin Bonita. Uh, man, there's a whole mess of guys that I'm not super familiar with because it's my first year going at it at this series. But, I mean, the, it seems like every round we go to, um, there's a lot of, like, local people that should show up. And, you know, you just never know who's going to be there that's fast. You know, there's always a fast guy there. So, um, and then the National Hair and Hound Series, that one's pretty stacked up. We got Kendall Norman, Ricky Brabeck, Jacob Augie-Bright, um, Dalton Shirey, um, Ryan Smith, uh, who else? I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, there's just, you know, there's, there's about 10 super, super fast guys that could win the race. I think at any, any race at any given time. Are you running the same so, bike in both of them? Yeah. Yep. I run the beta 430. That's a street th- legal bike, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, they make, so. I believe, yeah, the race edition, it does come with um, a headlight, taillight, nice. and a horn. And then they do have a um, what they call the RRS model, right. which is more like a dual sport model. So it'll have the mirrors and turn signals. But basically, it's the same bike, but it is a dual sport. Now, is it, I mean, I noticed when you started talking about the add-ons, and Tony loves the add-ons. Anything, uh, if he buys a new bike, he wants uh, a box of stuff he can put on it to sell the whole thing when he's done with it. So the headlights, taillights, brake lights, horns. Do you use the horn a lot in these races? I don't even know. It's kind of a big deal, yeah. You, you definitely, j- just like in Supercross, you're yeah. going to need a horn, Scott. Okay. All right. All uh-huh. right. Let's see where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, all that's all that stuff's taken off of our race bike. That would be sweet, though, wouldn't it? To have like when you get in a single track and you're behind somebody, just like an like a train horn. Just hey, James Stewart, yeah. get over, get over. Uh, being the slow guy in the off road races, it it usually is someone yelling or banking their rev limiter uh, right. that lets you yeah, know they're behind you. Usual. Yeah, mm. um, I actually did a, a woods race in northern Idaho one time, and the kid that was running second, he actually had a horn on his bike and. You would be really surprised when somebody starts honking a horn behind you, how distracting it is. Like <laughs> a little beep, 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 beep. Oh yeah, you that know, would be really, annoying. Just it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, "Whoa!" You know, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, but I'm not sure you can legally run one with the AMA. You know what? I would, I would, uh, I would encourage you to search that in the rule book and see if it's legal. Because if it is. You never know when you're going to want to, and <laughs> yeah. make sure it's the loudest one ever, like an ambulance or something crazy, you know, like a siren. Oh, wow. yeah, Joe. How did you how did you decide on the 430, man? That's uh, I mean, it's a great motor, great model. They've got Beta's unique in that they have so many displacement options and essentially the same bike. You know, they got the 450, as you're aware. There's a 490 as well, right? As well as the 350. So they so they kind of changed the models up a little bit. There's a 350, a 390, a 430, and a 480, and then a 500 now. And originally, I started off on the 480 because I raced the National Hair and Hound Series, and that's like a, a you know a desert series. So I kind of I kind of just picked that one out of the gate. But 
after a lot of riding and a lot of testing, I ended up going down to the 430. And I really like the motor on the 430 because it's like a it's like a 450, but you can use all the power, you know. And I uh, I don't know about everybody else, but I can't ride a 450 to its full potential. So, you know, the 430, when you pin it, it seems like all the power goes to the rear wheel. It doesn't jerk out of your arms. It's not like you're really explosive, but yet it still goes fast. So, I mean, it's just like a really rideable bike. And, you know, it's just become my favorite. I think it's so. awesome. You're, um, you know, and, and running the, the beta banner, th- there was a time when, uh, you know, that bike is actually a, has come around a long, a long way. ways. And, and there's, you know, they've got some real talent on that, like yourself. Um, I assume there's like six figure bonuses if you win these championships, right? Seems like a lot. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. Maybe not six uh, figures, but they're pretty good, right? Yeah, not quite six figures, but um, like they're you know the bonus program's really good. So I mean, you know, it's a lot of incentive to to push hard and put in a lot of work. That's pretty cool, though. That's what it's about incentives. Where does your positivity come from? I mean, to be out there is one thing, but to have that kind of attitude, uh, win or lose, maybe you don't get up the top of the box, but where does that attitude attitude come from? Uh, the desire to win. Um, I don't know. Like, I just have always um, kind of given everything I do, like, 100%, you know. And and I just, I'm kind of a positive guy, you know, in, any, in, you know, in my life and just everything in general. So, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I just kind of make the best out of every situation, win or lose. You know, I, I, you know, if I lose, then I go back to the drawing board throughout the week and kind of, you know, re- relook at my program and see what I need to improve or, you know, if I win, then, you know, I'm just as excited. So I don't know. I mean, I'm racing dirt bikes and I'm getting paid. So, I mean, what's not to be positive about? See, Tony, that's how it's supposed to have worked. Let's go to PJ. Yeah, Joe, I was just wondering, uh, are you based in Southern California? Is that your home base? No, I'm actually down in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> oh, hey, that's not a bad place to be. It beats beats the heck out of the weather here. Uh, are you getting to do? Do you do much moto in the way of training? Um, yeah. So I actually started introducing some moto into my program probably about four months ago, just to kind of like work on sprint speed and stuff. Like, you know, we do a lot of training out in the desert and stuff, and you know, there's always that kind of thought in the back of your mind that somebody might be coming or sure. you know somebody going the wrong way on the trail. And so, like, we go out to the motocross track, and then you can just really let loose, you know. You know that there's nobody coming. It's kind of a controlled environment. And so I just think it's, it's kind of good to, you know, just switch it up a little bit and have different line choices and stuff like that. I'd like to invite so. you to uh, come run your bike, whatever you wish to ride or race, if you will, back here in Iowa where we constantly are getting two, three, four feet of snow every other day. And, Super uh, fun here. Oh, it is. Yeah. You want to talk about River Rock? Yeah. My son, let me tell you what. It's been, uh, this has been a, a winter from our youth in many ways. I'll tell you what. I'm very fortunate that I've been able to sneak away and go ride Baja. I'm, I was raced motocross at Ponca City last weekend. I'm headed to Daytona. Going to race the GNCC was there. Ponca, was Ponca as big as you remember it as a child? It was so, that's funny because I haven't been there to Ponca in a long time. And when I got there, I was like, this is no bigger than my track. 
and it's not nearly as nice as your trick. I wouldn't just say that. It's pretty good. All come on. Joe, hang on the phone. We I want to talk to you off air. Joe Watts has been our guest. Joe, thank you so much for jumping on the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, everybody, and uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast System, if you will. Uh, coming up, Mikey Rush, Kyle Cunningham, round out our number, uh, let's see this number one. We're still in number one. Uh, our number two, we've got Jason Sal- DeSalvo, uh, Chris Ulrich, and uh, Will Weinbach. So stick around. Lots more show coming your way. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.